Coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California, this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. How's everybody? Good. 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 Yeah. Cool. December. Yep. Kind of happy. It's like, woo. I, I mean, I'm not saying 2020. I'm not having this the big hopes that we did a year ago. Like, oh, I can't wait for 2019 to get over, over 2020 to happen. Because, you know, then they did. Yeah. But, <laughs> so. I'd uh, gladly go back to 2019. Yeah. Wow. If I only knew how much better. How, how much, naive we were. How okay. much less sucky I mean, 2019 was. Let's give January and February a little credit. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that was that's fun. true. I got to go to San Francisco with my adult oh, son yeah. who invited me to take a two-day trip with him last year. So that was cool. You know, I wish I had paid more attention. We stayed in Chinatown. And I wish I'd paid more attention to the fact that everybody there wore masks. Well, I jo- I kid you not. They did. Even people from China choice. coming off yeah. the plane were wearing masks. It's it's a it, it there's a lot of cultures that just do that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they but were there was way stuff, on the van wagon but, before we were. Yeah. Maybe yep. maybe America will catch up at some point. <laughs> um well, this yeah. is our December episode, so um How's everybody feeling? Excited for the holiday season or kind of meh? Because I'm kind of meh. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, to be honest, I'm always a Scrooge. True. (laughs) Like, I... Your big big highlight is... is, Like, like my favorite holiday already It's Halloween. So, like, okay, what's the rest of the year, but whatever. Um, But this year, I'm trying a little harder. That's good. (laughs) I've seen your posts. You guys do decorating with your tables. I decorated the table. Mirabella wanted to have a witch's feast, so I don't know where it came from. No, I love it, though. (laughs) And so... um, I saw like sparkly, cool, um, like branches at different um, craft stores, and I thought, oh, that'd be fun to put that on the table. And then it kind of evolved into like a wintry, Christmassy nature scene. Uh-huh. Um, lots of candles, tons of candles. I bought these insanely cool candlesticks from Tuesday morning. Yep, uh, <laughs> they are. They're taller than like. They're probably like. Those were candlesticks? Those tall 18, things in the middle of your table? Yeah, Those like are cool. 15 inches, 18 inches. Wow. I mean, they're tall. Maybe Check out her Instagram post. She's got pictures on her Instagram. Yeah. So. And Land 22. Um, and now I have those forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. I'm really, like, sick for candles right now. <laughs> yeah. Tis the season. Uh, so, yeah. We decorated the table, and I think it's going to stay up all month. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe, like, a new December... Thing. I took the day off on December first, and maybe I'll do That's that. That's why in the you were future. here. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I was so, like, wow. Like I could have been asked to um, work that day. Oh but, yeah, fair but, covered for me, but it could have been you. But I really had other plans for yeah. the day, so I just didn't say anything. And the thing <laughs> is, that's what went through my head. I go, oh, she could have covered, but well, she probably isn't. But she's, she's probably enjoying her day off. Yeah, so I had, I had other plans. <laughs> and actually, I was pretty happy. Good. I don't care who covers for me. Right. I'm just glad that somebody did. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm trying to be a little more festive, but I am a Grinch. The yeah. only thing I really like about this season is Christmas music, and my family doesn't enjoy listening to hours of Christmas music, so they are kind of Grinches about that. Uh-huh. Um, I saw a meme that was like, 
I'm I put it on my story, so you okay, might have seen fact, it. It was yeah. like I'm either the Grinch or it was like a picture of the Grinch or a picture of Buddy the Elf, and there's no in between. <laughs> I loved it. So it's like some years <laughs> I'm that. usually I'm Buddy the Elf. I'm a little more Grinchy this year, but I'm trying to be more Buddy the Elf. So, but um. I was surprised to see Grinch in your Christmas. <laughs> I know, you, like you like decorating for Christmas, yes. right? Um, Who brought in the tree? Because oh, that, it's so know, cool. That, it lives in my office year round because <laughs> I put it up one year, like two years ago, in my when office. Because we I was new. like, oh, it's so cute and little. And then I just never took it down. So it's been in my office forever. I just thought maybe other people would enjoy so it. So you're always put it out re- you're always ready to. I do not, enjoy the Christmas grinchy. season. I'm trying to. Um, uh, spark some joy for Christmas this year by um, watching a Christmas movie or some sort of Christmas content every day, sort of like you did with for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. So I've been making a list of things I've been watching and trying to cool. I can't uh, wait keep to up see with it. List. So far, I mean, it's what the fourth I've kept up so far. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's not. Well, that's good. It, that's an easy goal to set. I found. Yes. For, I mean, for I'm gonna October. watch something anyway. Yeah, I found it to be very easy, and there were a couple nights where I either dozed off during the movie, which yes. maybe someday I'll rewatch. Watch. and i think there were one or two nights i didn't make it in and then i watched two the next yeah um, and and that that worked for me yeah so i've been enjoying that and i listened to christmas music on my drive over here which made me feel happy so yeah so i like christmas music a lot and there's some good new ones this year mm. um so i feel meh about christmas but i always do that's not new this year that's good trying harder is new this year <laughs> what makes me a little happier this year is really enjoying sitting back and doing zero decorating and letting the and just enjoying the fruits of my family's labor. Oh, I'm like, okay, I letting go of the oh they didn't do it this way. I don't care. It's me not doing it. That's True. a joy. That's a good thing. My grandma, my favorite quote. My grandma always says it is, "Whoever's doing it's doing it right." So that's right. If they're doing it, then they're doing it the right way. I have a hard time embracing that idea. Yeah, it's hard, but you know, <laughs> okay. it helps. I, I embrace that be like, idea. Oh, with... you're not doing that right. It's like, hey, they're the one in there cooking dinner. They're doing it right. Fair enough. Yeah, the choice is them them doing it their way or you doing it and doing the labor. And maybe you don't want to do that. No, I'm sure that I can get them to do it right. <laughs> if I sit oh, on the couch and yell enough, they will listen to me. Ding, ding. <laughs> okay, but then that takes the joy from everybody, including yourself. Ooh. What did Don, my, I told my son something about like, oh, we couldn't, no one could have pie until he finished the Thanksgiving, like the last of the Thanksgiving dishes. Don't think he had to do all of them by himself. Um, he's like, whoa, you've just given me a lot of power. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I could ruin everyone's time. <laughs> wow. Okay. That. The words of you're going to get one just like you someday. <laughs> You might have more than one. No, well, every, yeah, each of them in their own ways. Um, Yeah. I I have said that my eldest is the child that my sister deserved for his Mm. intensity and angstiness sometimes. But my daughter had a meltdown tantrum about brushing her hair. um, I don't remember, but within the last week. And um, she was driving us all nuts with her tantrum and couldn't (laughs) calm down from it. And Alexander said, I'm so sorry forever having acted that way mm-hmm. oh. i think that's the first adult apology i've gotten from him for his child <laughs> that's really kind of a, a point of growth when they start re- seeing themselves in the past they right. have to get to a certain age a certain maturity before they see the world beyond their own immediate need and can see backwards sure with for me that didn't really happen until the birth of my second child so that was a lot later in life mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
Well, do we want to jump into what are we working on? Mm -hmm. Sure. What are you working on, Anne? Um, so many things. Are we ready? I mean, do we have enough time for all this? Uh, quick. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we've probably got plenty of time since there's fewer FOs and a lot more F whips. So, um, so currently I'm working on the, um, drug of choice that Katie turned us all on. And I never <laughs> knitted more than an inch. You are welcome. Is, she moved is to that a the secret drug. to being a, de- a good dealer? I is not partaking of yourself. I'm a trendsetter. I didn't follow the trend though because I'm way cooler than that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, anyway, I set the trend and then I move on to yeah, the next thing. She's on to the I'm, newest. It's not because I'm lazy. <laughs> no, no, not no. at all. Well, I did take your um, like heed your experience. I guess I do. I'm not doing it the 26 stitches per four inches. I right. I'm doing 24 and I just adjusted the size I'm making to um to match the outcome I want. Um. <laughs> Boy, I wish I had heard that part. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's only two stitches per four inches, but it makes it it's, a lot, it makes it's a lot more stitches every every <laughs> round. Inches. So this is Miss Ziggy, and it's a big boxy, like not huge, but kind of like a boxy cropped sweater mm-hmm. um, with drop shoulders and very cute. Um, I got a little nervous about how my first color was working out because it does take the whole, like, it Uh takes the most yarn. And Mm -hmm. um, every time I'd weigh it, it'd be like, okay, I can get 36 rows out of this and I need 38. Then I'd do like 10 more rows and be like, okay, I can get 28 rows out of this and I need 26. Okay, I'm good. And then I'd do 10 and it would be like, no, it's teasing me too hard. (laughs) And so I'm just going to, I have this hot pink in my stash that I striped in the front and did mm-hmm. it, two stripes of each. And uh, it'll be it'll what be it's going to be. It looks mm-hmm. uh, totally intentional. Thank you. And it was, well, it was at yes. some point. <laughs> I thought it was a separate yarn altogether. So yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, so it's fun. Um, and then I actually have another one in mind. It's a good pattern for all your rando. Mm-hmm. I bought this or I'm not yep. interested in these socks. I'm going to rip this out. See what, what you can put together. What is that third color? This one? No, the one above it. The, the gray. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a color by, it's the same as my next color. It is by Bumblebee. It's really pretty. Thank you. Bumblebee Acres Fiber Farm. And I think it was the Monster <clears throat> Mash. Okay. It was oh. the colorway. It's very cute. It's, it, I, yeah. And then the next color is also by them. It's called Witch's Cauldron. Mm-hmm. It's bright and bold. Yes. <laughs> the fourth color, it's got some uh, which wonderful is wonderful neon, but little pops of it's orange fun, and forest. And yeah. Um, the other, the next one I'm thinking about doing is very calm. It's like a soft muted gray, a mottled blackish charcoal gray, mm-hmm. and then a bold one from Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Lemonade? What is it? The Lemonade Chop. The yes. Lemonade Chop. It's. Um, stitchy witchy uh and then i found this madeline tosh i had in my stash that's like so all so three out of the four were stashed nice so anyway it's a fun pattern it's good mindless calm knitting Mm -hmm. um and the top is sort of interesting i think there's an error in the top but i gotta take another look at like it's something about at the very beginning where you place your stitch markers i was really confused at the beginning and then i like 
because I was like, oh, I'll just cast on and get this going. And I was like, I have to think and like count yeah. and put markers. And then I found those markers you gave me that said like A, B, C or whatever, oh. one, two, three, whatever they yeah, were. Yeah, I was wishing I had which those Which corresponded home. to the pattern. Yeah, <laughs> I was very lucky that they were at home and not here. Mm. Um, that helped a lot. What I think the problem is, is she tells you to put a stitch marker in and then come back to cast on yes. for the left shoulder. And it's actually physically the right shoulder. Yeah, I remember some sort of confusion. Yeah. So the instructions point, but... work out. They just verbally say no no because if you go to that marker and pick up the way she says you're into the neckline mm. so it, i mean it doesn't matter people can sort it and i want to take a better look at it before i say man I this wish is I, a mistake i wish i'd brought mine tonight because then we could compare compare because yeah. i don't remember altering other than saying oh she means this and it just you might have just done that in your head and thought oh i just need to cast on over here and not even yeah. thought about it anyway. um so that's super fun. That's what I'm kind of working on when I need something calm and quiet. Mm-hmm. I am working on the Stark Baking Mad shawl. Yep. Um, I'm in the middle of clue two, which <gasps> is pretty far behind. Awesome. Well, <laughs> not as far behind as you think. Uh, so here's Ooh. all my colors are turning out. Cute. So I'm using. Like oh, it's a, so pretty. It's so big. A really sort pretty of. red ultra alpaca fine. Um, a yoth yarn that's called rosemary. And then. Was this also stash? Everything was stash. Nice. Yep. I stole this from a sweater I'm never going to finish. The red. There you go. The yoth was going to be a weaving project, and that's just not happening right now. And it has been the... a good time to enjoy my stash. I have so yeah. much yarn. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like a real treat. I remember I bought it on the last day. Cause... Is it the purple? Yeah. The, uh-huh. It's um, what is that yak company? Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo. No. Mm, it's the one that Marley about. Bird worked worked for designed for for the longest time no idea. bison bijou bijou, yeah, bijou, bijou ranch. ranch something bijou, like that yeah bijou bison <laughs> something yes. like put those words yeah, together in some that, form and that. it's it's a yarn company <laughs> if you google them and, and yeah they'll, they'll eventually I come i think i have the wrapper in my bag and as long as you put the word yarn in there also yeah, bijou otherwise, yarn. otherwise yeah. you're gonna get a lot of bijou bison? Bison? although they d- bison something I think it's like bison that. I think yeah the, but, but they do actually also sell Bison, bison material. It, it's a yak and bison blend. And I there remember trying to talk myself out of it and buying it on the last day. Like it was the last, the last day we visited. A... Last day of stitches. Oh, uh-huh. That's right. Um, we both, I, I have yarn from that also that I'm going to repurpose into something else. It's going to run out. It's like 70 yards short of what the third color is supposed to be. So I have like something in mind. Seeing the finished pattern. I think there's an easy way that you could. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I got a preview of the Mm -hmm. finish uh, because Xenia is in the fourth clue. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's fun. That's I've intentionally not looked at the next clues because I got through clue two, and then I saw what clue three was, and I said, "Meh." (laughs) (laughs) I think. Well, that's That's kind of what I do with Stephen West, though. (laughs) I might go back to it now that I've seen like the actual finished and just pulled a mystery. Oh, how they some how really they pulled together? Oh, no, I know what it is. It's it, it's purple mystery actually. Whoa. <laughs> it is a purple mystery. What is that mystery? <laughs> well, because one of the things I've been purple. trying to work on is oh, it's I a gorgeous have... dark, dark. Purple. Yeah, it's purple mystery from Malabrigo. It's Malabrigo Rio's purple mystery. Purple mystery. I didn't know it was in this bag, but I um have that big granny square blanket i'm working on that's like i'm doing 10 rounds uh-huh. um on an h in malabrigo rio so it's like this great treasure making a whole blanket out in malabrigo has been a dream of mine. i would imagine that it sounds very luxurious um and so i worked on that a little bit this week um because that should be like do a couple squares yeah. every few days and i would have been done already 
Um, I started another no shame. <laughs> wave of change. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so I figured out that pullover conversion uh-huh. um, last time around, and I have this really fun um, <clears throat> Louisa Harding yarn. Would it make a? Would it, could you convert it also to a hoodie? Maybe possibly if you put a hood on it. Yeah, I like a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, of course you could. Why not? Um, Elizabeth Zimmerman has a really good hood recipe in her Tom Ten sweater. Oh, that I really like um, using. I've I've thrown that onto sweaters often. I want to make another one of her recipe it's, patterns someday. It's, garter, it's a garter stitch recipe, but I'm sure you could figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's turning out really pretty. I think it'll be pretty for the holidays. That is gorgeous. It's like black with specks of. It reminds me red. of red. Was it Bobbly? That, yeah, that yeah. yeah. It has me a texture that. like bobbly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just really pretty. Little, like is it a chunky. single ply? Yeah, it is single ply. Um, a chunky. But it's got a nice weight to it. Yeah. Um, I think I've, I'm ready to spit slice, but my hands weren't clean that at that time. <laughs> I couldn't go wash my hands yeah. where I was, so I haven't added my next ball. Um, but I love this sweater because had I been working on it continuously since I started it about a week and a half ago, it would be done. Yeah, it's fast because. It's so fast. I wouldn't know because I haven't got, finished the body yet. Well, you have to work on it continuously. It's in my. You got to knit on it for it to be finished. Okay. <laughs> what? Next. I, mean, I, I want the a... knitting fairies to come to my house I only know. for don't select things. Yeah, because you don't want to give up everything. Because the experience is the thing. Yeah. I guess they're not fairies. They would be. What is the story of the cobblers? Or maybe they're working. Oh, they're elves. Yeah. Elves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want. Yeah. I want the knitting elves to come. Yeah. Um. I also am almost finished with my Halloween giant granny square. Right. <laughs> but I, so I found this edging that is little pumpkin and that oh, turned out cute. really cute. Yeah. And then the edging of my dreams is you do a chain stitch and then a bobble and then oh, chain I, back. I think I saw that. Oh, it's so cute. And so I'm doing it in between each pumpkin stem. Cute. Did you and post this? I have not. No. Maybe you showed I me. I don't know. Um, Sounds familiar. very familiar. I you should I've post it because times. Halloween really can be all year long. It will be, yeah. And it's the perfect length. Like I have never finished a granny square blanket <laughs> because I get so bored. Yeah, is it? It's just one giant granny. It's one giant, and then I did two strips of one. It's two colors for the center uh-huh. stripes, and then I did two blocks of um, just granny square stripes, uh-huh. um, or granny stripes right. on either end to make it elongate it. And it's the perfect length. Nice. I love it so much, and I chose my gauge so it's not a toe catcher. Nice. You put your toes out there, and it they don't poke through. Um. Okay, so the things I'm actually really, really excited, just two more things. Um, I'm going to be releasing in our, um, we're doing Stitch Miss um, mm-hmm. between our Instagram feed and um, post on our, our website. And um, I'm going to be releasing a fingerless mitts pattern in a few days. So it's uh, going to be released on December 10th, a few days after this episode goes live. Mm-hmm. And um, they're so easy. They're out of, um, they're out of sport weight yarn. I have used UU and Debbie Bliss, Cashmerino, um, baby Cashmerino. Um, you so sporty Ooh, for the UU and nice. Debbie Bliss Cashmerino. It's a it's a very fast pattern. I have most of the hand finished, and I spent about an hour and a half on it since starting last night from cast on cute to um, through the thumb gusset. So I have about six more rows of the hand and the thumb to finish. It's it's a easily one to two night project if you're working Ooh. out um your gifts mm-hmm. 
And then the thing I'm most excited about, I have not posted this anywhere. I don't know how I'm going to debut it. But um, my grandmother made a crocheted star for um, the top of tree. I don't know how many people she made this for because she often made like found one brilliant thing and made it for everybody she knew. Uh But it's a star on the top of our family tree. And my mom will never let me borrow it so I can like copy it round for round. And um, I only go to her house and take pictures. Not right now. <laughs> yeah, not in 2020. And I don't know That's why right. I have never thought to take pictures. I did try to photocopy it one year. Um, I think because I want to be physical. like one of those people that uh-huh. break into the house when you think everyone's gone well, and you I, can sneak I do in. Have a key. You, you know, you've got that like <laughs> pull out your secret phone that's real, really a pen, your secret camera that's really like a pen, you know, and click, click. Yeah, I could do that. Um, I could hover from the ceiling be while I do that. Actually, December. Fourth, while we're recording, my mom does not like to. I'm quote symbol um, dust ornaments, so she's a like December twenty third decorator. Oh, and then she's a February like 29th take her downer. <laughs> I mean, um, and if so it's not at least at some point, why wouldn't you <laughs> so, put it up earlier? So it's the same like, amount of time. I don't try just... to figure out her psychology. <laughs> like I, I mean, truly, that's my yeah. New Year's resolution this year. Try to don't try to figure out don't your mom's psychology. Out your mom. Yeah. Um. So I am improvising my own crochet star for our tree um and it so it has like a center that's kind of sunflower-esque and then each of the star points is a a traditional pineapple and then i'll do a border around um each of them i'm not sure how to join the two halves because grandma's has the bottom half of the star like the bottom legs of the star is open Mm -hmm. but i want the edging to go all the way around so i'm that's still a, a, a head scratcher about hmm. what I want to do. But I'm so happy with this. This, this is my Christmas joy. Is this mm-hmm. star. Those are all the things I'm working on. Nice. Did mm-hmm. you guys doze off? Did you keep a that list? That many things. <laughs> um, I am... Yeah, that was a lot of things. <laughs> um, I am working on a gift for my niece. My baby niece. Um, who will be two next year. Um <laughs> Um, so I was trying to figure out what I wanted to get her or make her or whatever. She loves stuffed animals, um, and they have a kitty cat. So I found a pattern by, um, I think the designer's Little Cotton Rabbits. Oh, Mm. she's so cute. So this is the cat that I'm making. The pattern's called Cat Girl because it's a girl cat. Oh, that's But look at the dress she's wearing. So it's a little kitty cat, and it comes with, she's wearing, like, leggings and little Mary Jane uh, slippers and a little dress that you can knit for her to wear. Um, and I'm making it black and white like her kitty. Um, so they have a kitty named Eve and the, she loves the kitty cat. So, um, this pattern is fantastic. So if you want to knit, um, I've never knit one of her patterns before, but there's so many pictures. There's lots of resources. She shows you how to do each and every step. So, and she also has options for like the head design. So if you have a different breed of cat, you know, you can like, there's different, like, patterns and markings and stuff you can put on the head which is oh, very that's cute cool. um but my sister's cat is black and white so i texted her last night and i said send me a picture of your cat and don't ask any questions mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so i have a picture of the cat and uh now i'm working on it i just started so i have this is the head and that's as far as i've gotten that's, that's pretty good though um and i think the dress i have two shades of purple so i think the dress will be purple oh that's adorable um 
I did the bunny one year. I can't remember because I we must. I gave it away. It was a gift, and I don't mm. remember for whom. Um, she has lots of cute patterns. But the but I remember the bunny being a great joy to make, like mm-hmm. so much fun to make. Yeah, normally I was gonna crochet a pattern, but I couldn't find one I really liked, and I was like, you know, I'm not making or I'm not knitting that many gifts this year. Um, I finished the other gift I'm knitted, which I'll talk about later, but um. So I was like, you know, it's only December 4th. I got time to knit this thing. Yeah, it's a lot of little pieces, but it's very, everything's knitted flat and seamed and, um, which means it will be, which actually makes, which actually makes it a little easier to work with instead of trying to do something, uh, sometimes toys that are in the the round. Yes. Is easy. That's a change I made. I think she says somewhere in here. Um, where is it? I read it and I thought, yeah, you're right. Um, hold on it says something about how everything's knitted flat and then seamed and the reason she does this is so like you can convert things to working in the round but she doesn't recommend it because it has more structure that way which i'm like yeah i know you're right and also i don't want to think that hard (laughs) to you know figure out how to change the pattern which would not be hard to do i just don't want to do it there you go. Um, sometimes it's nice to just appreciate the talents of others oh yes yes and not to have to remake everything which Um, was a hard lesson for me I also um, signed up for a test knit for a hat from Jesse May Martinson. Um, And it's just a ribbed, poofy, um, like super bulky hat. Um, And I was like, oh, that'll take me no time at all. So I went online and I signed up for her test. And on the 20th of November, I got an email that said, you're entered and here's the pattern and go for it. And I did not see that email until today, which the oh. pattern came out today. And I was so I emailed her and I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't see this email. And she was like, you know what? I, I have plenty of testers and I know <laughs> you've tested for me before. And yeah. also I don't pay that close of attention to who, you know, returns my, you know, the things or whatever. And I was like, I still want to make the hat. So because I felt bad, she sent me the pattern yeah. to test it and I didn't test it. So fortunately you have a connection with her already. So yeah. that helps. So I have yarn picked out for my stash that I might cast on for, um, if I don't want to think too hard about the cat while I'm talking tonight, I might cast on for that hat because it looks pretty simple. Um, that's all I'm really working on as far as the knitting goes. Um, I have the fabric cut out and the um, supplies purchased for a duffel bag for um, part of James's Christmas present. Um, Is it a cargo duffel? No, okay. it's um, I've made this pattern a couple times before. It's called the Safari Duffel. Mm. And the pattern is from a website called So For Home, like the number four. It's a free pattern on their website. It's a good pattern. I made it for myself and I made it as a Christmas gift last year for someone else. And then my dad found an old army cot that was my grandpa's um, when they were cleaning stuff out. And so he cut the canvas off of it and gave it to me and said, make a duffel bag for James out of this. How awesome is that? And he asks me about it all the time. He's like, have you made James's duffel bag? And James is sitting there. He's like, yeah, have you made my duffel bag? And I'm like, I don't have time for this. So I'm going to make him his duffel bag finally. So I have the pieces cut out. I have to like plus fudge the pattern a little bit. Plus it's stuff from your grandpa. Yes. So um, that awesome. makes it extra special. It's like this like, you know, army fatigue green and I had to fudge the pattern a little to get it to work with the amount of fabric I had and at like 5 o'clock this morning when I couldn't sleep I realized I did something wrong and I have to like figure something out because um, pieces are already cut. But why is it that it always comes to you in the middle of the night? I, I was yeah. sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, oh I needed to add another inch to that otherwise it's not whatever. So I have that cut out, but I haven't sewn it yet. That'll be a project for maybe next week. Um, that's a tomorrow project. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, that's a pretty much all I'm currently working on. 
Nice. It's a pretty good list. Yeah. Couple things. Karen? Well, my squirrel brain I, let me start a lot of things. Can I pause one second? Yes. Does anybody have a tapestry needle I can borrow? I do. <laughs> right? I figured you probably did. So Race. Go ahead. I'm not going to race. I refuse to. Thank you. Man! Okay. <laughs> my that. eyes lit with fire <laughs> they and both she, reached for their little motion bag and <laughs> she just backed down it's no fun i've learned how to play your game I, that's not like to play mm-hmm. that's like my husband in a fight like oh okay i was wrong no no i want to have a fight and let's yell about this and he's like oh i'm sorry it was my fault Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> okay, so I am working. We, I like doing alongs. So, uh-huh. so we did the wave of change, mm-hmm. and I'm almost done with the body. Having said that, I haven't touched it in two weeks, but you know, it's still in the process. Mm-hmm. It's like Alexander's sleeves, which I didn't even mention this time <laughs> until now. Yeah, <laughs> and uh. I, I, it was my it was my idea. Well, we listened to several people um, in our the in our uh, group community, co- yeah. community <laughs> who talked about yeah, let's do stark baking. Let's do the next Great British baking knitting thingy. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm very excited, and I I am very pleased that I use stash, mm-hmm. and I'm almost done with clue one. <laughs> Nice. And I intentionally didn't. No, normally I don't mind spoilers, but I thought, you know what? I'm just. If I do the spoiler, then I'll feel discouraged and I won't keep working. So I'm just going to. I'll look at the next clue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen pictures. I, I've seen the pictures of clue two. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm really. I did hear that it's. it doesn't go together the way. A lot of people kept trying to put it together a certain way. And I was like, really? I don't it know if I want it that way. Exactly the way I thought it would. Yeah, it was very similar to how I thought. And I will say that when I got clue three, I gave up on the project because mm-hmm. I wasn't that inspired with it. And after seeing the finished product, I might go back and actually yeah. knit it because I did like it, which normally I was like sort of resigned to the fact I'm like, oh, whatever. It's I don't love it that much. But now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh, I could see I could I could finish that. I started to have a little doubt because I started thinking about what was these colors? What was I thinking? I don't wear orange. I don't wear cream. Cream is just oh, waiting to be so cream is waiting to be dirty on me. Yeah. But no, I'm gonna keep going. And as I'm working with it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I like this. So I'm still working on Stark Baking Mad Clue One. Um, I am almost done with with something that started this month. So I'm actually on time for a stitch along the cross stitch, mm-hmm. stitch along with the frosted pumpkin stitchery. They have. Um, I want decided to do their cre- Christmas. Christmas wreath because it's a whole year long. I just have work on a little bit and then I don't have to think about it till next month. Nice. Um, so you'll have it for next year. Mm-hmm. I like that. In theory. In theory. <laughs> and I've been working on Christmas presents. Yeah. And that's all I can say about that. Alright. Okay. <laughs> well, who wants to do what they finish? I don't think our, any of our lists are very long. Nope. No, well, Anne, you get to go first. Uh, I will go from being the most long-winded to perhaps the least, or maybe we'll be equal. <laughs> I have finished one object, uh, which is a very, very cute apron. It's called the Crisscross Apron by Mary Mulari, and it is my one class I am offering with our video classes this month. Perfect. <laughs> so check it out for Keep December. It yeah, it's, my uh... sister's been asking me to make her an apron just like that for oh, a long time. It's so, so it's so fun. It's very um, cute. 
and it's reversible. It has big, deep pockets. It's very easy to put on. I find myself using it a lot, which I like aprons mm-hmm. um, and I like making them. But this one I've been using a lot since having finished it. And um, it's a really fun apron. Uh, the pattern is easy to get. You can get it at the fabric shop in Camarillo or you can actually order it on Amazon Prime. Well, it's hmm. a little or you can order it directly from marymulari.com. Um, it's like 1150 or something on Amazon, but it's on prime. <laughs> so you will get it so very fast. So if you wanted fast. to make it in two days, you could. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was kind of impressed by that. That's awesome. Um, but you can also get it, uh, here in Ventura County at the fabric shop or, um, directly from the designer. I'm not, she seems really on it, but I'm not sure how quickly you get it from her website. I mm-hmm. mean, probably just regular mail. Right? Does she have a PDF? No, I was disappointed by that, but yeah. that's okay. I'm sure she has her reasons. (laughs) Um, She's been designing for a long, long time. So maybe she feels more comfortable with like her whatever And whatever software she already has. Right. She has a system probably in place and probably doesn't want to. Who knows what her intention is. Right. So, but it's plenty available, which I was pleased by. And and you don't have to worry about printing it and formatting it. It's very accessible. Mm -hmm. Like I was excited to see it on Prime. Yeah. And it's, I believe it's coming from her on Prime anyway. Right. So, um, I having, double checked to having printed out a whole multi like fifty to a hundred page quilt <laughs> I mean, pattern. It's nice to have it right then and there, I but for- also it's like oh, I yeah. got to do all well, this taping. It's and- a whole. Well, the frustration yes. for the, that quilt thing is is it was a PDF, and some pieces did need you know it's a it was a foundation paper pieced. And I didn't even try to print it out myself. I sent it to the FedEx Kinkos or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. They didn't format it right. And I, and I ended up having to pay for it. I didn't realize it till after I paid for it that it was Shoot. all wrong. <laughs> and so after mean. that, I thought, you know, I'm just going to use this for, I still get the instruction of it. But when it comes to the individual months, uh-huh. I will, since I'm, yeah, that was another thing that I signed up for in the fall for that I'm on uh, there. I just saw the email for um, month six or month five, and I finished month two. I'm really good at starting things. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I am so good at starting things. Yep, we understand. Yep. Um, it's what it's not. That's not. My eyes are just bigger than my ability. Thing, though, not a Sagittarius thing. That's a what? It's a Leo thing, not a Sagittarius thing. What's a Sagittarius? I'm not a Sagittarius. Oh you're, <laughs> you're, <laughs> silence. oh, you're a Capricorn. We had this conversation. Capricorns cause, are cause... finishers. What's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> that was a fight my mom always picked with my dad. Leos love to start things, which is myself and my dad and my sister. And Capricorns finish things. But your mom picked the fight with your dad? Yeah. <laughs> that, that she started. Start She's... <laughs> but she started. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to start. Meant, like, start something like <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start something to finish something. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that uh, Capricorns are good finishers. What's an Aries? I, I that has uh, never chaotic. ever been. <laughs> you know what? That has never been true for me. I always have to push myself to finish things. Um, I am not a completer. They like to pick fights. I am so happy I have two Aries at home. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that means my turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much everything. I knitted a pair of fingerless gloves for James for Christmas. Um, oh, so they're not the cute pink that was in the No, picture. those are not James's. That's the picture. For, I sent them a picture as reference, and it was from the pattern. The pattern is called the Knock Knock 
convertible mitts by Fairy Pink Knits. Oh, she's a she's a good one. Yes, mm-hmm. and she has great video tutorials for parts of the pattern. So I where did you it. find where did you get her pattern? I went on Ravelry and I looked for fingerless convertible mitts, and that's where I found I'm it. I'm going to write that down. Um, so it's like a fingerless mitts that have the flip top mitten top. Um, And her pattern I thought was pretty smart because she used plastic snaps to attach the mitten top to the mitten. Normally it has like a loop and um, like button closure, but she... Does um, it pull weird on the yarn or it just seems to... No, I meant to bring it with me, but I kind of uh, packed up quick when I left the house and forgot to bring them. But um, no, it worked out really well. Um, I used this... I I didn't bring it, but I can show you a picture. Um, I used this yarn that we bought in Alaska when we went there for our anniversary trip. Um, there's the picture of them. Um, oh, I like that. It's so like they're like black. neon. I well, not neon, the, but I they're love very the little green. thumb tips. Um, striped green and black. That's the uh, yarn did all the work. Um, and oh, I bought it from awesome. some. That's even better. Yes, it was like a little local dyer. I don't remember the. It was something about. I'm not gonna remember, but um, it was a little local dyer that we bought in somewhere in Alaska. I don't remember, but he wanted me to knit. <laughs> no, I do remember that was in. Skagway. Um, so if you're the yarn person in Skagway that did that, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish I could remember. It was something about a bee. Anyway. Um, I'm sure if we put Skagway, yarn, and bee. You might find it. We might find it. You might it. get there. This is the episode where we explain to you how Google works. Yes. <laughs> and key terms. Um, James picked it out when we were there and he was like, knit me socks out of this. And that was like, I don't know, three years ago. And I never did. <laughs> But then I found the yarn in my stash, and I was like, oh, this is perfect, because he mentioned to me that he wanted new gloves for Christmas. And I was like, oh, look, I found it. <laughs> um, Northern Bee Studio self-striping sock, and it wasn't even in Skagway. It was in Juneau. Ah. So, oh, I have a very, very bad memory. I bought it at Seaside Yarns in Juneau. Well, you got the state right. Come I put on. it um, in Ravelry when I bought it, so that was pretty good. It's an enormous state. <laughs> um, yeah, but the populated areas are not. No, yes, that's, that's true. true. Um the colorway was called sea lettuce and black. So there you go. Um, but I highly recommend the pattern. Um, they were, I mean, they weren't really quick cause they were, I knitted them over the Fingers, course of yeah. maybe two weeks cause they were fingering weight yeah. and I didn't work on them that much. Okay. I also had to try two weeks and... for fingering weight is not, it is not bad. No, I just thought, Oh, I'll knit and, these quick. And then, and I like that they have the option of being mit- mit- mittens. Yes. Because sometimes it's like fingerless mitts are great because you can use them, but mm-hmm. there are times where your tips get kind of cold. James is going to complain, and I know he is, because he likes his fingerless mitts to have individual little fingers, and I was I didn't have the brain capacity to nope. do that. So. Sorry, kid. Sorry. Oh, I Next love year. her picture. Um, yeah, That's it's cute. it's a really cute pattern. Now, are yours as long as that? No, she had you knit like five inches before you started the thumb gusset, and I think oh, I, I did love three. That. Mine are not that long. Okay. Um. Because I thought that's plenty long. Well, I could see that. James wearing opera gloves. Yeah. Well, (laughs) for me, I like the five because there's always that gap between my jacket. Because I got long arms. Yeah. The the mitts in the jacket that gets like cold and snow. Because I go so often. I know. Like in the last 10 years, maybe once. I started a pair (laughs) for myself after I finished those because I thought, you know, I would probably wear fingering weight fingerless gloves more often and i was somewhere and my hands were cold so i did cast on a pair for myself it has not gotten very far that's why i made these yes yes yeah, perfect my mm-hmm. sport, my i don't know what i'm gonna call them yet i want to call them office you will gloves. know 
Well, no, you won't because it's still the office. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on the 10th, you'll know what I call them. Yeah. But I freeze in my office uh-huh. and I just needed something quick to put on. And there you um, go. Yeah. They're quick and they're light enough that you can just wear them all the time. I do feel a little Bob Cratchity where I'm wearing them in the office. <laughs> they are a little Bob Cratchity. But they're, they're cute. They're cute Bob Cratchit, all right? He wouldn't wear white ones. So maybe that's oh, no. what they're called. dirty for that. But also, I wouldn't. Bob Cratchit. There just happened to be some yarn that was uh, available. Maybe they're just called Cratchity. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> Cratchity. That's the vibe I'm going for. Cute Cratchity. Oh, that's fun. Um, I did a little sewing. Um, my aunt had purchased a couple yards of Rifle Paper Company fabric, um, because she wanted me to make her an apron, and this was like a couple months ago. Mm. And then I saw that fabric in my stash a couple weeks ago, and I thought, oh, she's having Thanksgiving dinner at her house. She'd probably love to have an apron that I <laughs> promised I would make her. Yeah. So I made her an apron and a matching oven mitt because I had a little uh fabric left over. So that was cute. Um, and then I have my brother-in-law for our secret Santa. And I don't know what he wants slash needs. So he's getting a gift card as well as a, um, like a box bag um, oh, with some wax gift. canvas that I had in my stash. Mm. So it's a good manly bag. He could use it for tools. And I lined it with nylon so it, you can wipe it clean for uh, toiletries or whatever. So I did that. Um and then today we tie-dyed a bunch of t-shirts with my nephews. So I have a blue thumb because one of my nephews wasn't real careful. <laughs> um, so we have a bunch of tie-dye t-shirts that are currently stewing and we'll see how they turn out tomorrow. But I, we did Christmas tie-dye today, so it was lots of red and green. So that'll be fun. Oh, fun. Um, and that's all the things that I have finished, I believe. I just want to say something really quick. Mm-hmm. I am super excited. I've been tr- I've been... Maybe nobody else does this, but I kind of get really obsessive about following tracking. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm um, like, it's like I only looked at it an hour ago and it still hasn't yet? progressed. Here yet? <laughs> and, only sh- and I'm like, okay, it's, no. it's been like three be days. Why? No. Okay, but I, when <laughs> Melon needed fabrics, there are a new company out of San, uh, San Diego um, came out. I think they opened only like a month ago, maybe a couple months ago. Mm. Um, they had their, their black Friday sale and I was holding off on, and so I they, it delivered something, but of course I'm here, so I don't know yet. Oh, so you got to go home to see what it is. Yes. But, um, <laughs> I've, I've got, when Christmas, when I've, I've got my, this is my carrot. This fabric is my carrot. Mm-hmm. When I've gotten through the tasks that I need to do before Christmas, which really I've only got to a couple weeks worth of yeah. stuff, you know, after a couple weeks. Whatever's done is going to be done. <laughs> but I've got stretch corduroy in ochre. Ooh, Look stretch at that pretty. corduroy. Mm-hmm. Pretty. I think I'm going to make um, either the pinafore from Helen's, uh, some, one of the, the Helen's Closets patterns. Uh-huh. And then I've got two f- um, stretchy knits. That's, one is a stretch velvet in a charcoal steel oh, color. Nice. And I'm mixing it with a Dakota knit floral print. Gorgeous. I want something velvet this year so bad. Mm -hmm. And I can't decide what it will be. I had this great tunic pattern that I made that had awesome deep pockets. And I would love that that, um, homemade, handmade thing so much that it, I couldn't repair the holes. Mm. (laughs) It became less. And that to me is like, okay, when you make a good pattern, I'm like, I'm going to make that pattern again because yeah. I miss that. Out. Only this time I'm going to make it out of 
Mm-hmm. Of, I'm, I'm mixing my knits, so I have a floral and a velvet. And these are nice because it has like a not a it almost like a raglan that goes though from all the way down to the hips. Oh, was it like purpley or it was it was like a charcoal gray. Okay, now I can pick and, it. And, and it had <laughs> it had pleats that I did not do well, but I will do better no, this time. No, I know time. exactly which one you're saying. Yeah. In fact, I'm not going to pleat it. I'm just going to pl- gather, gather it. Because right. mm-hmm. it then, was very cute on you, but I would stare I would at the pleats. You tell me they were just fine. <laughs> I, but I would still stare at them. Thank you for lying to me. <laughs> it was what she knew you needed to hear at the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I can't guarantee that I'm not going to mess that up. And since... Well, just, I, you're just going to use a different it. technique. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That would be lovely. Yep. And I think gathers are, are hot right now. Forget please. <laughs> gathers are where is that? So you've got <laughs> gathers on your shirt. Not gathers. You've got pleats. Oh, mm-hmm. I, this is a ready-to-wear object, so don't judge it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, let's see. Yeah, that's the, oh, this is a plug. I just want a, a future uh-huh. project that it... Huh. So what else have you finished? Or have you finished? Ha- finished? Yeah. Um. Well, that's what we're talking about. I right? did finish something. I no, can't remember if it was not tracking now. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I don't track one. myself. I only track stuff coming from she others. In order. <laughs> so I finished something that we've been using. Um, I figure I didn't mention it last month, so it counts for this month. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> And that's the advent calendar. And it's really cute. It was a, a really neat pattern uh, panel. And I got that from Super Buzzy. I bought a panel from them to make a, uh, uh, one of those a couple years ago. And it was very fun. I think they still have it because she put it in, on their Instagram recently. Yes. she um, And she liked our comment. Like when you posted about it and someone asked a question about making it. And I responded. And she mm-hmm. was really happy. And like, you know, it was fun. It was really pretty. I felt like it was a little small. And I wanted to add a border. And so I found a coordinating fabric from the same line, but on the back, it's got that, I love this. It's, um, was it home something homies from Tula Pink? It has this look of wood print, woodland homies or something like that. Yeah. And so it looks like wood, but I actually did some piecing on the back because it looks very like mid-century retro christmasy yes like, yes especially with that border it almost looks like i know the border is like supposed to be like a wood but it almost looks like a zebra print it's, <laughs> i like it a lot <laughs> oh good and it's more like it yeah it's reds and greens but it has the it has a lighter green to it that's almost lime kind of like like you said kind of a 60s christmas mm-hmm. but not quite 60s i don't know avocado avocado yeah yeah anyway that would be the thing so well it's we're getting we're using it every day in our stitch miss posts you can see (laughs) pictures of it every day i'm happy to see it get used (laughs) i know that it would not be as welcome at home because the you know that would require me participating in the decorating and i don't want to open myself up to that so (laughs) uh we have an advent calendar at home that's santa claus and it's got all the pockets in his little belly and i remember as a kid it was very exciting to see all the little goodies that were sticking out of it because my mom used it as like a sometimes you get chapstick or you'd get a new pair of socks or whatever (laughs) and that's um, fun when times were real good 
uh, the last three days, because there's three of us kids, had $100 bills sticking out of it that were Whoa. all greasy from my dad. That only Whoa. happened a couple times, but that was like, <laughs> holy guacamole, yeah. That wasn't even Christmas. That was on top of Christmas that, presents. Sometimes it would come earlier in the month, and he'd be like, oh, you need to go cr- Christmas shopping. That didn't uh, happen very often, yeah. but oh. that was always the best. <laughs> and I was good. always uh, sad looking, and I'm like, I don't see the little things that say, come see dad. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I can't complain. Because <laughs> nope. I also really appreciated the socks and chapstick. Yeah. Um, Good save. Yeah. <laughs> so no, did, I do. <laughs> do you have... Did you already talk about your FOs? Yes, I did. Oh, Anne. I, I we, went first. <laughs> you went first? <laughs> yeah, we're Dang. Done. We're okay. Done. You're, you, now let's talk about... So there are, you go. <laughs> she's not paying attention. You already went home and are in your, your fabric order. <laughs> yeah. Her mind is oh. elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, me dreaming about it. Um, well, this month, December, is Karen's birthday month, yeah. which means that she got to I pick... didn't even think about that until, Dece- until like two <laughs> days ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got a birthday this month. And yep. now you know it's late December because we revealed her as a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, that means that you got to pick the uh, topic. topic of our episode today. So Okay. So actually, I came up with this earlier today. Because, you know, during our drop-in, we were uh, talking about, I had someone come by for curbside and she's like, oh, and we were just talking about some little tidbit of knowledge. And she's like, I never thought of it that way. That is just like mind blown. Uh You know, that's going to change everything. And it made me think about the aha moments, the moments where you, one little thing, and it could be knitting, sewing, making, crafting, Mm -hmm. just in your making, think of one that totally dynamically changed and made all the difference in that, in that making for you. Right. Can you give us an example? An example. We're going to let you start. Ah. (laughs) I came up with a question. Tell me the meaning of life. (laughs) Like you can't start. It's not 42. (laughs) That's the answer. It's all things. Life and meaning in the, in the universe. Um, Let me think of, an aha moment. Oh, actually it's when it's what we were talking about today. Um, how to, one of those things we're trying to figure out how, like how to know yarn better. And when you pick up a yarn, that label, what does that really mean? And we were talking about, uh, wraps per inch and the concept of thinking about, you know, we all have stash and we all have, um, you know, maybe you have a label or maybe someone gave you some yarn and you don't know what it's going to do or how it's going to behave. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being a point of growth and freeing things up when I realized I can, I knew, I know more about my yarn than I realize. I don't have to, pe- to, to depend on the label or the lack of label. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so we talked to, today about wraps per inch, but also, oh, oh you know what? something in the knit fixing, how it's okay if you, um, like she had an extra stitch that didn't belong there and we just dropped it and you don't have to rip everything. The day, the day you learn, you don't have to rip everything out that you can drop something down, fix it and just kind of pull the extra length down the, Mm -hmm. down the row. And it's like, wow, that was easy. And it saved hours of frustration and lost time. Um, or for cross stitch, one last thing, Needle minders. I never knew such a thing existed. Needle <laughs> nannies um, that 
I can't tell you how many times I've lost needles in the couch only to find them in my leg. Yep. <laughs> yep. Better than your foot, I guess. Oh, no. Yeah. Sewing needles for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So that that's an example. What about you? I mean, usually those aha moments are one little thing that sparks a growth. Mm-hmm. Like you were right on the precipice and you didn't know it. And then, boom, this little, this little, un- little thing happened and... I feel kind of jaded in that I teach, so I tend to forget what those moments were for me, because I I notice when those sort of moments happen for my students, and they're always excited about it, and they're like, that was the one thing that I took away that made this class all worth it. Sometimes they'll say something like Mm -hmm. that. And I never know what that thing is going to be. I wish yeah. I could, like, keep a list so I can be like, here's all the mind-blowing things I'm going to teach you, but <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No. But um, I always enjoy when I'm teaching and I can see that moment happen for somebody. Yeah. It's like um, when you go to Disneyland all the time and it's not until you go with a child that you get to rediscover <laughs> aspects of it. wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Although, not these days, but anyway. Yeah. I hear what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. Um... I I could share like two and they're both related to stitch structure mm-hmm. and I think I lay into them heavy early with people because it was pretty far into my knitting that those came clear for me. Mm-hmm. Um, one is it's this adorable little illustration from the first Stitch and Bitch book. Classic. It's a little loop, little fat little illustrated loop that's drawn to look like a bow-legged cowboy wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> yes. And I remember that. That her... book was so that was full of aha moments. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah, they should just call it aha a... knitting no, because right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's that too. That was such a good book. It was, well, it's the I Is think... it in print still? Oh yeah, I think so. That's awesome. You guys should if you don't have it, that needs to be in your library. Yeah. The projects it's... are kind of dated. Yeah. But the content itself is yeah. good. Yeah. Or go to, it's Kay Gardner and... No, no not Kay Mason Gardner. Dix- Mason well, Dixon. Sorry, Modern Daily Knitting now. Oh. Um, but their books are Mason Dixon yeah. Knitting. This is, is Debbie title. Stoller. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Right. That's it. Um, sorry. I apologize for But she's that really responsible. I mean, those, it's all of the same time, mm-hmm. like around 2001 to 2003, mm-hmm. when there's this renaissance of amazing knitting books that we mm-hmm. have to credit for the knitting world we have now. It's um, true because... Stitch and Bitch was really the, like... That was my like, handbook when I was new. There, I learned so much about it, about you know, a, a, mm-hmm. about knitting. She, that was like, my, yeah, it was my, my beginner's handbook. Um... There's this long time between, say, like the 1960s to to 2000 when people were learning to knit, but it didn't have the explosive nature it had in the 2000s on into current time. Mm -hmm. Um, But Stitch and Bitch and the approach to it and the writing of it, it's so conversationally written. And it's as important to me those books that because the whole there's a whole series i mean the first one's the best one yeah but yeah. Um, the others are very I agree. good too i was almost in the oh. third one um, i did not know didn't that. work out though uh, <laughs> um those books are fantastic but the first one's the best but i find them to be comparable to elizabeth zimmerman's writing which mm-hmm. is timeless yeah. and yeah. conversational Absolutely. and her books are full of aha moments for sure I can't put my finger on one right now, 
wait, per se. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, you talking about Li- Easy? Elizabeth Zimmerman, yeah. Um, Knitter's Almanac, I think. But I haven't finished my story. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, so back to the Stitch and Bitch. Yeah. So the illustration of the bow-legged cowboy Stitch mm-hmm. um, and how he's, you know, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but I always imagine he's walking over to the fence and he's going to sit on the fence and his right leg should always be forward on the fence. Uh-huh. And that's how you know if your stitch is sitting right on your needle. And it doesn't matter which side of your work you're looking at. The right leg sits forward. Um, oh, we, we have, have a copy! copy of it. Oh, that's so awesome! I, I knew I had seen it recently. Um, I love the back so stitch happens. The <laughs> other thing I think comes from um, another classic book. I think it's Knitting Made Easy. Or, oh goodness. It's a book. Uh, like I know the author's name is Maggie, um, and it's about she has um, a crochet one and a knitting one. Um, it's not a cowboy. It's a little guy. Oh, I always imagined him like a bow-legged <laughs> cowboy. I mean, he—you he, put a hat on him, he could be a cowboy, but he's just a little guy. I want to draw but, a hat on him. Isn't there something about <laughs> okay, sitting on the fence? thing to know is that the leg that's in the front should be the leg that's on the right side of the loop blah 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 um if you're knitting and a stitch falls off your needle it's super important that you put that gymnast back on the balance beam that way with the leg on the right side in the front and the leg on the left side in the back that has nothing to do with cowboys it's a gymnast on a balance beam maybe this is a new addition and it used to say cowboy no i'll give you that that's my brain okay so i turned the gymnast into a bow leg cowboy like maybe that was in a different book no no? I made I'm I'm I made this up, okay. <laughs> but it came from that illustration in the book. Um, the other one is I'm pretty sure this came from Knitting in Plain English by Maggie Rigetti, which is another just good one to read. Mm-hmm. It's very beautifully written and conversationally written, and she talks about I I know she had to have knitted with my grandmother because she taught knitting at Woolworths in Orange County. And that's oh, where my wow. grandmother was buying her yarn. I mean, who knows which one in Orange County is a big uh-huh. place. But anyways, I've convinced myself that they knitted together at some point. So Maggie Rigetti talks about how she would teach her knitting students to knit and then knit backwards before she would teach them to curl. Why? And that helped <laughs> unlock the idea that there is only one stitch in knitting. There's the forward way to make it and the backward way to make it. Okay. Knits are the forward way mm-hmm. and pearls are the backward way, which are the, you know, the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you get garter stitch when you only do one. You have fronts and you have backs. You have right. to mix them. It's always a little um, mysterious <laughs> for people. Yes. Um, and that one is one. It takes everybody a different amount of time to unlock that one. <laughs> yeah. But I love it when someone truly understands when they're seeing a knit versus seeing a pearl. And Maggie Rigetti, I think it's just in the first chapter in Knitting in Plain English, she made that so crystal and clear for me. Um, so those are my two. They have to do a stitch structure, which for me unlocked, like, you can do anything now that you know how the stitch is supposed to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but true. that is really key. Knowing and looking at your stitches and seeing what they should look you don't you're never going to recognize what they're supposed to look like if you don't stop and look at your stitches from time to time <laughs> reading your work reading the work and not just relying only on the book you gain confidence when you 
can see how it is developing. Um, yeah, I think in teaching people to knit, it's like people will ask, like, how did you learn so much? And it's true that you learn a lot just from teaching yeah. um, and helping other people. And also a lot of those aha moments happened when I was like, first, like a lot of, I learned a lot of things from Lois, mm-hmm. who used mm-hmm. to be our boss when we worked at Anna Kappa. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those things were unlocked from <laughs> seeing her help people. Yeah. Um, oh, Stitch Gauge. Lois said the best thing about Stitch Gauge. <laughs> It's like, how many people can you fit in an elevator? I use that reference uh, all yes. the time. <laughs> so your your inch or your four inches is your elevator. Yep. And if your stitches are big and fat, you cannot fit you that can many people. You can only fit a couple really big people yeah. in an elevator. <laughs> and you can fit tiny, a lot more you know small what? people in an how elevator. How is it that I never heard that? In all the years I was, I just, because yeah, you know why? she said that. A lot of times we didn't. I worked the weekends, and she had the weekend off sometimes mm-hmm. on Sundays. I think that also might be referenced in the materials that she gave me when she let me start teaching the knit fixes class. Yeah, because ah. she's like, "You take this now," and that might have been in there. I don't remember. Oh, she passed that's it on. another like brainbuster that Lois get. Because one time I had to step in and teach knit fixes because uh-huh. like you were sick and she was had to go or something uh-huh. happened, and I like what I was just like presented with it that afternoon that I'd be teaching <laughs> knit fixes. Here you go. Like, Oh, I, I appreciate mean, you sure coming for me. I, I don't know if it was you per se, but like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels like it was in the time it had been handed to you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because that was like a big thing to like. Yeah, that's an that's as important as beginning knitting. Yes, taking knit fixes. Yep. Although I will say, if you are a new knitter, please don't take knit fixes until you have some experience. Yeah. People want to take <laughs> beginning knitting knit fixes one, knit fixes two, right off the bat, and you will not get anything out of it. I think you can get a little, but a, a little lot, out of the first one. Yeah, a lot is going to go over your head. Yes. So anyway. a lot of people would find themselves taking that class twice. Knit yes. It makes one. more sense after you've made some mistakes. Yes. yes. So you have saying? a point of reference. Well, so. Um, it was not until that day uh-huh. that I came to learn that you should slip stitches in a decrease knitwise. Oh. I remember having that aha moment now that you mentioned that. And I remember. That was life changing to the quality of my. Yep. And to understanding why. And why. How, why yes. and how you use different left leaning, right leaning, mm-hmm. center double decreases, you know, mm-hmm. knit three together versus like that was boom. I remember that specific moment. <laughs> yeah. Mind when I was, blown. Yeah. yeah. I was on um, a cruise. We did the sea socks cruise, my mom and I, which oh, was wow. like, I had just graduated high school. So it must've been like 2007. Cause I think I was in college. Um, and my mom and I went on this cruise with my grandma and it was, um, like all about knitting socks. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and I remember I brought a pair of socks to knit with me. And I remember thinking, why do my decreases not look like everybody else's? My SSKs look different. And then somebody mentioned some, one of the teachers in the class mentioned something. And I was like, wait a minute, like I've been doing this wrong for how many years? <laughs> I mean, not that many, like two or three at that right. point, but no, still. It had gone like a long time for me. Yeah. And it was sort of like Lois giving, I feel like the look she was giving was like, wow. Seriously, Anne? I pay you to teach knitting. <laughs> That's so funny but, that you mentioned you know. that because I remember that specifically. Yeah. I remember because I had two socks. One of them was done correctly on the toe decreases. One of them was not because that was like before and after I learned that I was doing it wrong. Hmm. That's so funny. Yeah, that was an important one. Yeah. Hmm. Got any more, Karen, for you? Uh, I'm trying to think of like sewing okay. instances. 
Oh, yummy. Well, zipper foots, how important they are. <laughs> yes. The, having the right foot really makes a difference. There's, there's just like anything, having it the right tool. Mm-hmm. You, sure, a, a butter knife can be a screwdriver, but it doesn't always work. <laughs> so maybe having <laughs> the right tool. But then you actually tool... use a screwdriver and you're like, wow, why was, what was I doing yeah. with that stupid butter knife? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there's something to be said for the ingenuity of making the oh, butter yeah. knife do that 100%. job too. Yeah, sometimes it's all yeah, you but when you need a Phillips, a butter knife doesn't really work. <laughs> no. um, um, sewing wise, um, I, I have a sewing one kind of recently in the yeah, last go couple it. years. To also, ch- so when you know when I gather, I always change the um, stitch length to the biggest stitch length. Right. But I met someone who was doing the. Um, the tension all the way off too oh smart what? and that it's a, it's a little too much in some cases so i don't always do mm-hmm. it what but do you if, mean the tension so she put the tension all the way to zero so it makes big loose stitches that so are easy to pull so together. the tension yeah. it almost the, wait wait it the tension button all the way should be touched i touch it sometimes you have to touch it yeah, different fabric widths Different. Good seamstresses I mean, touch it more often than I do. I'm I, like, it's fine. I, I don't want to mess with it. I've been told that there's nothing scary about the tension wheel. I can always wheel. put it back to three where it has been yeah, for years. Yeah, yeah. I would have to pay attention that it was three to begin with. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, here's a big one. This is more of an attitude adjustment thing. One time, um, Alexander you would have been five. Uh, no, no, really. Uh, <laughs> he was five-ish. Because I think I picked him up from kindergarten and then he was work coloring you know, down at my feet while I was sewing and I was trying to get my automatic threader to work. Yeah. And it wouldn't. And Ooh, that's like, frustrating. What, what's the matter, mom? Adorable little five year old. What's the matter, mom? I'm like, this thing is not working and I'm getting really frustrated. And he's like, Mom, I think you can put his little chubby hand on my on my on my elbow. <laughs> oh. Take a deep breath and try again. Oh. And my <gasps> first instinct was like, that's not gonna work. <laughs> But that's I did the problem here. I didn't. Out of the mouth <laughs> Instead, to babes. I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. So I did. <sighs> and I tried it again. And it worked. Hey. That, that one time. Yeah. <laughs> and then it wasn't until we met that lady from um, Barron's uh-huh. who pointed out that your needle has to be all the way up in the up position. Uh-huh. <laughs> that I was like, oh. Oh, that's That's why, why it's like mysterious. It works sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't work other times. <laughs> And then it never works again because you could bend the little hook. Yeah, if you that's don't why have mine doesn't work right? on one of my machines. <laughs> uh, but that was a good eye opener. Um, I have so one. I, I use his advice often too. Like, oh, yeah. you're feeling tired. Like, it's also good to just get up and walk away. Yeah, that's the other thing is like when you, I know for myself personally, when I get to that point where I'm frustrated, I just need to stop for the day, for the afternoon, whatever, for an hour. Usually it's because I'm up too late or I'm trying to do too many things in a short period of time mm-hmm. and it's like I just need to be able to be like I'm giving up for the day yep. and I will come back tomorrow. Yep. I did. It's hard to do, but another yes. person to me that just every time she opened her mouth it was aha all over the place was Cat Bordy. Yeah. Mm. And I remember so this is more of a sock related thing, but I remember um early on she was teaching at um at the TNNA which is a, an industry convention and Lois had taken a class from her and it was right after she did not in Susian, but the other the fir- her first yeah her sock her socks lie on two cirques or something was 
was that was that that's different before that that was before There's that that was a booklet those, but, yeah. and now i got it in my office and i'm not gonna get up and go look <laughs> but you your decreases do not have to be on the sides oh yeah your foot will not feel your foot will not feel the difference. You can put you can put them together. You can spiral them. You can move them around. You can make them random. Oh, that's the Coriolis. It, yeah, it doesn't have to, well. Coriolis is where you put them together and they sort of spiral around. But mm-hmm. they but you can put them randomly. They don't your socks. It doesn't matter where you put your decreasing or sure. if you're going toe up, you're increasing. You can put them anywhere you, mm-hmm. because your feet will not feel the difference. And I was like, what? <laughs> I um I tend to like think that I know everything when it comes to whatever because I've been doing it forever, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you learn something from someone, and you have to eat your humble pie, oh. which happened to me this week because oh. I was making said box bag for my brother-in-law, and I came across this YouTube tutorial, and I was like, "Well, I know how to do it, but you know, I'm bored. Let's watch this." And she had it's very complicated. I'm not going to explain what it was because it's not going to make sense unless you've made these things. Um a way to like finish the lining because it's a little mysterious and I always forget when it comes time to do that but she did it in such a way that was like well duh it works so much better now that I've seen and she's <laughs> the only person I've seen that does it that way that I was like oh like do other people know this or like I think I know how to do is this, this a secret club <laughs> yeah I was like how do I is this a, a, why like, is this not a thing knowledge? apparently I don't know you know but those I learned moments it. kill me because it's like how long what I've kept going. Yes. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Humble pie is hard. Mm-hmm. I often need to eat it. I uh, had if, I had a second question. Mm-hmm. The, the, it can be answered quickly. Oh, I love this question because I have a real smart ass answer to it. <laughs> okay, then <laughs> you go last. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I know, everyone listening is shocked too. Well, because, you know, we have we get all this wonderful knowledge and we have these, these tools and these tricks that we get. And then where do we keep that knowledge so we can refer to it later and not forget that we know what we know because I'm like, yeah, I can't Google everything. And sometimes I'm even too lazy to Google. It's Some like, things ah, are not Googleable. That's true. No, like, it's not true. all knowledge is on Google. Like it's, I have, or a, it is, but you can't figure out how to make what Google are the key tell terms? you. What are the key, right. Exactly. How, I mean, I will put I will put things in the most awkward way because that's the way my brain Sometimes is saying it. You just throw it. as many words as you can at Google and, and see hope if it that sticks. Exactly. I looked everywhere for this one piece of knowledge. It has nothing to do with knitting, but this is a useful trick. My brother gave this. I told me this thing a long time ago. He trained as an EMT before he went into like law enforcement. And um, my brother did the opposite. He uh, trained as law enforcement before he became an EMT. Oh. <laughs> um, so I used to get like bad nosebleeds when the air would get really dry, like mm-hmm. maybe I was 12 to 13 years old and it would just, it was getting like very chronic. And he's like, what ha- you need to take um, a damp tissue, roll it up and put it under your upper lip oh. and it puts pressure on those blood vessels. So it helps stop the bleeding faster. And, um, like in your mouth, under your lip, under your, yeah. Um, I get no bleeds Okay, so next time try okay. that. So I know someone else who's been getting chronic nosebleeds, and it I was trying to productive because you're putting wet to stop wet, but it's not I in your s- nose. It's oh, 
it's under between your teeth and your lip. Oh, <laughs> like showing that. I am imagining someone mouth. putting this little wad of wet tissue, <laughs> yeah, that, no, that literally that on their out. lip <laughs> under the nose. So, no. so lift your works. lip and that little connector thing. There's all those blood oh, vessels yeah. feeding the nose, right? Mm. And so it helps put pressure on those. Sorry, I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, I also had the instinct to do that, but it doesn't help anyone listening. No, <laughs> no, but so, it sounds really funny. We're putting our lip, our finger between our lip and our teeth. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Touching, your touching your upper gums from the inside. Your frenulum. That's a little connector thing mm-hmm. that if you break it, there's Ooh, no way fancy. to fix it. I anyway, don't know the term. Um, <laughs> my daughter does because she broke it and there's no fixing it. Oh, It's it's a stupid childhood injury. Lots of people get it. Um, so I know someone else who has chronic nosebleeds and I was trying to explain to him that this was a great way to help it. And he uh-huh. wasn't like listening to me and that drives me nuts when I have knowledge. Someone will <laughs> not, to me, I know what I'm talking will about. Not take it. So I was trying to Google that to like show him like this is a fir- like a first aid thing you can do. Uh-huh. I could find it nowhere. Huh. He find like I tried lots of search terms. He finally tried. He's like, hey, that thing worked. Imagine that. Okay. Well, I mean, think about that next time you want to ignore me. (laughs) Um, So I won't go first with my answer about how I keep all that knowledge. Oh, I hope my brain remembers and it doesn't. (laughs) I'm like, I'll remember this next time. And then next time comes around, I'm like, what the hell was that thing that I learned? Okay. I'm really asking the question so that I will learn from you (laughs) because I I don't have the tips. I mean, I, my excuse is I'm getting older and I don't remember care? everything. You guys are younger. I expect oh, them to learn. I see. Because <laughs> it was something, it was going to be something about like a steel trap, I, you know, yeah. or a Woo. sieve. <laughs> All, All right. sarcastic. So, so Anne, go, go on with your smart ass answer well, because it's better than what I've got. I mean, it's a use it or lose <laughs> it. Be a smart ass. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I think you do a, you. I, I oversold it. But I mean, yeah, like I keep it in my head, you know? And it's a use it or lose it. Yes. So, like, if okay. you see some, cool the head thing, is not reliable. Well, it takes it, it takes me mm, making the mistake and forgetting it. it about four to five times before it sticks. That's and I like the use it. Well, yeah. that's the privilege we have as teachers. Is making the is mistake. Is that when you learn something? Oh, I have or hear an answer. Yeah. If you learn something cool, tell it. I'll tell it to one of you two, and then we have like hive brain, and maybe one of you will remember. <laughs> there you go. Ding ding. Also, it this, does actually help. This is now a record. Yes. Okay. So we have just organized this in episode what, 20, 28? I have 29. no idea what entitled we are. Um, "Aha Moments and How to Keep Them." <laughs> This is episode 29. Okay, so Woo-hoo. episode 29 is now our marker for some of our aha moments. And if we re- forget, you might remember, so yeah. tell us. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you use it or you lose it. Yeah. So we have that privilege as teachers to, when I have something cool, like the little cowboy. Yeah, the cowboy. <laughs> it's a gymnast. The cowboy. Watch over the Um. I sort of now remember trying to change it purposefully so I could use my own words now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, Adios Lefty. Yeah, well, Adios Lefty is mine. That's that an is. anism. Oh, yeah, that's why it's all connected. Because I imagine that my stitches are like these like, bad... Um, Adios. Italian Adios. Western characters. <laughs> bad ombre. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and like when you're binding off, you know, goodbye yeah. forever. You're yeah. done with him, you know. Anyway. Um, so I have this whole Western motif in my internal life in my knit stitches. Do you have a rhyme that's like, you know, nope. when you go in the front door, nope. around the back, you gotta invent one. <laughs> I like that though. I should. Oh. So. Yes. Going back to stitching, bitch. Yeah. 
how they remember how to do the basic knit stitch. Oh, I was just looking at that. Yeah. (laughs) Go in the house, grab your scarf, take it outside before the whatever barfs. (laughs) Insert cat, dog, whatever your animal of choice is. Go in your front door and grab your scarf Scarf and take it outside before before the the cat cat barfs. barfs. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I don't remember reading that. You know, all these years later, I still remember that. Yeah. I always use the off jumps jack. Oh, that's and good. I remember teaching my aunt to knit and she'd be like, um, Jack's not jumping off of the needle. <laughs> <laughs> and I, off jumps Jack, Jack's not jumping. I love this story. If it's the same aunt who, yes. who would go. Ta-da! Yeah, I love that. Because every, every row deserves a ta-da! I remember when I was teaching beginning knitting classes often, I'm like, I want to hear ta-da's around the room when you finish a row. Well, that's good. Ta-da. I like that. Um, yeah, so I just keep it in my brain. And when I have an opportunity to use it, if it's like yeah. something fabulous, like um, some people shared with me um, Coco Knit's tip of... Um, using a way tinier needle on your Jenny's surprisingly stretchy bind off. And it's, it's like the only way I can bind off now. Mm-hmm. It, because the stretchy amazing. bind off is too loose and, goose little... and stretchy. It's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly when yeah. it's just sitting. And so I am, I wonder, cause I don't know her and I have not had the privilege of taking any of her classes. If she like also hates that it's ugly when it's just sitting, right. when you use the same size needle and maybe she was trying to, cause her, her design aesthetic is so beautiful and elegant that maybe she was trying to solve the ugly Finesse problem a little bit. Yeah. That makes <laughs> so sense. it ends up being just as stretchy, if not stretchier. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so Counter- counterintuitive on a small needle, the contrary nature of it. It suits me so well <laughs> and it's very effective. Also. I remember you doing that in the back of a car with a tapestry. <laughs> with a tapestry <laughs> oh, yep. um, I was thinking about back when we used to travel. Yeah. Um, also, you know, one person that I was thinking of this morning before I knew this would be what we were talking about is, um, well, what's Barbara's last name? Selznick? Yes, Barbara Selznick. Keep it simple. Who has passed away. Um, she had a lot of really cool ideas. Mm-hmm. I was Because yeah. I'm, I'm writing out the, the mitt pattern, and I was thinking about, like, I want to, like, say this, but it's not really part of the pattern. And I remember she, I think she used to say hot tip in her pattern. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Hot sidebar. tip. Yep, yep. And I was thinking, maybe I'll revive Barbara's hot tip. Hot tip. <laughs> she used to have a tip that she said, never cut your yarn. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> and I got to say, I didn't agree with it because clearly she was not working with cotton. Have you tried to tear cotton? It hurts your hands. Why wouldn't you oh, cut it? Oh, not. But she okay. had a reason for it. And I don't, I never. I thought you meant like leave it attached just in case you needed no, it. No, no. When you're done with first. your yarn and <laughs> you need. it with your hands and not yeah, with your scissors. Snap it. Maybe the, I do do that if I can't find my scissors. But not with cotton. But it might have not something with to cotton. Okay. No, if it doesn't give on the first like tug and I'm hurting my hand, I stop. <laughs> yeah. But I think <laughs> possibly because, yeah. I mean, when you are, it might do something or stretch the other ends out where they kind of poof a little bit so that when huh. you go to weave them in, they might stick better. She was a very meticulous weaver in her. Remember the cute little girl who was next to It's door? true because yes. she didn't, because I would sample knit for her and she just said, I'll pay you, yeah. but oh, do not weave in the ends. Mm-hmm. So I, because we if you do, I'm just going to undo it. And... We were sitting at this table, uh-huh. and the cute little girl from the packaging store next door yeah. 
was her? Kelsey. Kel- Kelsey. Yeah. I oh, want to say so Kylie, sweet, but that wasn't right. And she's probably like 20 now. I'm sure. She's probably married. <laughs> oh, she's such a good girl. Anyway, if you listen, Kelsey, oh, that makes me so happy. Anyways, um, Kelsey was learning to knit and she asked Barbara if um, she had any tips about weaving and ends. And Barbara went into a very like detailed description of basically doing duplicate stitch on the back That's side. That's what I do. Oh, no. I do. It's it's like second nature now that that's what I do most of the time in stockinette stitch. Yep. But I'm sure I don't go as far as she does. I was curious what you do do because Mindy was saying after your knitting tips class uh-huh. that like she's been weaving in ends for wrong. Her I, I do, don't know like, if I even included okay. that in that. Really? So okay. I do follow the, I call it following the path of the yarn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But I, do I don't that. make it exact because that creates bulk and can create a stiff spot on the back when you go to block it. Yeah, it depends but on the then, thing. And yeah. it, and I'm. It also depends on how lazy I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might block. <laughs> I'm always... I just go straight. And I'm like, good enough. Lazy's at eleven for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's lazy. Just alternatively minded. No, it's lazy in my mind. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. But Barbara was also the um, influence in my encouraging people to put repeti- re- repetitive patterns on cards. That's yeah, I was gonna Barbara say that was yeah. a Barbara thing. Yeah, and it's yep. the best I remember thing. That. It's the best thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And by repetitive patterns, we well, now there's a way of storing that knowledge. You're putting it in, um, you're putting it on three by five cards. Yeah. Also, it's important to like take notes. Like, yes, cover yes, your pattern yes. with as many notes as you need to make for yourself. Yeah. I remember telling people like, just because it makes sense in my mind this way, like write it out however it makes sense to you. And yes. also, don't be afraid of like just like make your paper look like chicken scratch. If yeah. it helps you, then that's all that matters. Yeah. It's not like I remember someone would ask book. me like, "Should I write this down?" I'm like, "Yeah, if you, if you think you need to." But write you know it down. what? Even the then that wasn't a trick. Look, even like, no. if you think you need to. So yeah, even if do. you or don't refer to that note again, the act of physically writing it is yes. another way of getting of storing it that information that's into my, your brain. That's definitely another example of me being like, "I don't need to write it down. I'll remember." <laughs> no. Nope. No, down. past if and you ask, screwed future Anne over so many times by yep. not writing it down or not writing it down you know, well. At the point where you're asking yourself if you should, you know the answer. Right. The answer when is always yes. Saying or thinking, I'll remember this. You that's know you I won't. Stop. Or it's like when you put your keys or something somewhere oh. weird and you're like, I'll remember because this is a weird place. That no. I no. And then no, it's no, like, no. oh no, what have I done? You're never finding, no. <laughs> you're never finding this. I'm never again. leaving. <laughs> um... I am self-quarantined now. So, um, yeah, it's, and that another point of writing it down on the pattern you're working on is that sometimes there's these great patterns that I know were like laden with great ideas. Uh Like Uh one of my favorite things that I've ever adapted into my knitting is, um, is doing um, an I-cord bind off on uh, ribbing uh-huh. and going around the corner to fill in that part where the ribbing folds in on itself a little bit. That comes from... Um, I'm Lynn. giving you the look like, what? I can show you on something. So talk yeah. about like a sweater yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait binding. I-cord in ribbing. You do your ribbing for your button band. Yeah. And then you bind off with an I-cord bind off. Oh, oh okay. I could see that. It, it kind of stretches the edge out, doesn't it? It lays it flat. Okay. I guess it, I don't know. Which it's going to do anyway when you block it, so. Yeah, but she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done it, like, around the corner to make, like, a nicer, neater. Look at how many things she just pulled out. Because I can't tape a ribbed edge without doing this. That comes from Funky Grandpa from La Maison Lily, oh. I think. So, 
I did it on my wave of change. Mm-hmm. And your See? other wave of change? And my other wave of change? Oh, it's, it's, now do you do it with a smaller needle? The same no, needle? No, I just use the same size. Because it doesn't flare out like I would expect it to. Well, you've got to, some people need to go well, down how, on a needle. How much, is it a, two, is it a two-stitch I-cord? Three. It's, it's still a three. It's not bulky at all. This is awesome. Here, oh, I'm looking at the wrong edge. No, is it all these edges? Well, that wasn't bound off. That was a... That was a cast on. Oh, that's why. Mm, no, that is a bound off edge, but I just didn't want to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lazy. Okay, I'm yeah. looking. So first clue, but on my... pay attention to what you're looking at. Well, I don't okay. always do it on every edging. Oh, because the cast on doesn't have it. I would have uh, had to think ahead. So okay. in Wave of Change, you cast on and go right Here's into the ribbing. Here's why I love this, particularly on like a button band. When you do, do on ribbing bands. on a button band, the very bottom bottom tends to pull in and yes. won't lay straight because that's the point of ribbing, mm -hmm. but it's not so great. But when you do this I-cord, it, um, it's just perfect. You're preaching that to the choir, I think. That is awesome. So, so sometimes you get so something thank you, from Thank a you pattern. for that free education. Right. <laughs> sometimes you get something from a pattern and you're like, God, I learned that in that pattern. I should go back and look at that pattern. Like... Um, or I'm like, on. I'm like, I learned that somewhere. I don't remember where. Well, <laughs> I can't help you. I would but I know I learned it somewhere. Any of you who are listening, if anything we have ever said sparks that light bulb, I know for me specifically, I want you to tell me what that is <laughs> so that I can try and remember to tell somebody else in the future. Because I will mention a tip that, like I said, seems obvious to me because I've been doing it for longer. And this has happened with pe people teaching me. It's like sometimes like my grandma would say something. And I'd be like, oh, like I wish I could like think of an example. But I'd be like, oh, well, that's smart. Like we always talk about. In Why my did family, I not see that before? Right. It just seems so clear now. In my family, we call it the grandma gene, which is like that. She's my grandmother's a very smart woman who knows a lot about a lot of things. Absolutely. And I was always coming so up true. with a very like easy way to do something that. Why didn't I think of that? And so that's what we always joke about when somebody comes up with something like that. It's like, oh, she has the grandma gene. Mm -hmm. And it's always like one random thing where it's like, oh, well, that's a smart way to do that one thing. Like, I wish I could think of an example, but oh. um, yeah, so that was a fun prompt. I, 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 I liked that. I don't want you to tell me those things because sometimes people quote back to me things I've said and I'm like, wow, really? I said that? <laughs> Okay, don't so, tell in. You can tell me. It startles me. <laughs> I like to know when I say smart things because sometimes I forget. Oh, yeah. Sometimes someone would be like, oh, yeah, you said that. I'm like, well, look how smart I am. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm getting credit for doing something brilliant and I still have no memory, but sometimes whatever. I'm going to take that. I'm going to say because someone told me. Or like uh, something I designed. I'm like, wow, I was really smart way back <laughs> when. How did I think of that? <laughs> like when I was, I was renovating the pattern for the... Uh, grant park hat and mm -hmm. someone was like how did you come up with that i was like i don't know but i was really thinking that yeah. day <laughs> i was on fire i know i don't <laughs> Boy, think my brain could do that this year but you, can't, you never know yeah you can't you can't question brilliance nope the spark of genius and when it happens you just gotta follow it mm -hmm. and so hold on tight my youngest son feels like um that because we are unconsciously influenced by other people around us yeah that there's not really original thought that we are always building upon something else, whether we're conscious of it or not. Probably. And yeah. that's probably true, but I think that's just how we grow. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. That's what they say. Yep. Well, do we want to move into what are we obsessed with? Does anybody have anything? Sort of. Hmm. 
You go, go for it. first. She has li- she has a list this time. I like it. Well, it's more of a little thing. So obsessions. I'm not actually doing any, have any real obsessions right now because I'm kind of overwhelmed by what I'm doing at the moment and how much that needs to be done in the next couple yeah. of weeks. However, I am in the mo- I'm in the rabbit. I keep going off on rabbit trails, planning for future obsessions. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to be obsessed with this next one. <laughs> I am. I am. And the hard part is not stopping what I'm doing. Uh, it. I have a habit of stopping what I'm doing and start planning for that future obsession and wanting to buy the materials because I'm going to be obsessed <laughs> with this. And like that's not a today thing. And it's so hard to turn that down and not keep going in that rabbit one of them is a quilt coat i want to make a quilt coat you're gonna do the tamarack jacket pattern i don't know which pattern i'm gonna make yet it needs it but i was watching oh i didn't write I it down finish that from last year <laughs> there's a gal that i yeah, I, I just saw today it to uh, rather it's not just cutting up a quilt you can buy a quilt and cut it but she re- recommends that hurts my soul because you're wasting so she there was a gal i'll find her that talks about planning this your your little quilt and even if it's just a bunch of half square triangles or just a bunch of squares sewn together you trace out your pattern and like if you have like two fronts make the fronts fit on one piece and only put as many squares or as many Mm -hmm. quilting portions as you need to make those pieces yeah and one of the reasons, it, it, and if you make your fronts go together, then the colors line up and match together too. You don't yeah. have to, be, you're not having to worry about cutting out a set with the fabric. You're making your you. own with the fabric. If that's important to you. If that, well, I mean, like, you might true. not want it. You might want an asymmetrical appearance. You might. The other thing I'm is uh, paper flowers. I already bought okay that one i did go down that rabbit hole and i already bought the kit and the Uh supplies so um pink and posy um there's some if you look up the english rose garden flowers they're gorgeous and it's crepe paper it is a collaboration between the mint the mint gardener and pink and posy one is sarah simon and the other is quinn win it's a it's a fun name it's it's a a vietnamese spelling Mm -hmm. for all that so um, one takes the strips of, of, of crepe paper and teaches you how to watercolor just, and you know, before you cut any pieces out uh-huh. and when they're come to, and then Quinn sh- shows you how to make them into flowers and they're gorgeous. So That's cool. I have a few, I'm obsessed with this, f- these future projects. I, um, I'm laughing because actually I guess the one thing I'm obsessed with recently is watching, um, what we do in the shadows which i think oh i haven't watched it yet but i want to it's so fun fun. i'm thinking about starting (laughs) over again and in one of in the first season this is the show not the movie the show yeah um yeah one (laughs) the kind of lead vampire of the house he's going shopping to go decorating for the masters coming the most ancient vampire and um his uh, human familiars with him in the in the party store and he's like look Guillermo it's creepy paper <laughs> no no it's crepe paper master no it's creepy paper yeah, creepy paper. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I hear crepe paper I'm like creepy paper <laughs> <laughs> like season two is just as like fantastic as season one <laughs> and um 
like my, you know, everybody's phone's listening to them for what they want, right? So um, one of those name t-shirts came up. It's Mm -hmm. um, the names of the vampires. It says Nandor, Laszlo, Nadja, but not you, Guillermo. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. Ah. So that's my obsession. So (laughs) if you want to be obsessed with quilt coats like me, go to suzyquilts.com. S-U-Z-Y, because her tutorial, she doesn't, it's not a pattern. She doesn't have a tutorial, but look how adorable that is. I know you can't see it, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is very cute. But it's really smart how she does it. So you're not wasting effort. You're not making a whole quilt and then putting all that work and then cutting it up. I I couldn't do that. So I have a couple people to probably add to your, I might go ahead and into my saved Instagram and tag you because there's a few people who have done some really cool ones and I saved them in my Tamarack um, jacket Uh stuff. I've seen now the Pona jacket that I did. Someone did a quilted version of that. And I've already done that jacket and I already know that now I did it reversible so i already so it's a little heavier i've already adjusted for that but um i definitely would combine the suzy um, tutorial with whichever pattern we do because it talks about how to adjust it how to make a muslin so you're you need to check out holly b well h-o-l-y-b-w-e-l um i found her when i was looking at tamarack jackets um Greenline Studio said after a heartbreaking experience of having her first Tamarack jacket fly out of her car on the highway at <gasps> night uh, at Holly B. Well started on her second Tamarack. <laughs> we shared a few of Holly's progress photos, blah, blah, blah. Um, but she's done some others as well. She makes. Is she Holly? I, I see B. Well with Holly H- on H O L L Y B. W-E-L. Well, only one L? One L. Oh, Holly Bell. No, no, B-Well. No, I don't, I'm not finding her. But, well, okay, anyway, tag her. to tag it, you. It, yeah. Tag me. Um, and so she made another one. I think she hand-sewed hand it all, which was part of It looks of like the... Buell. Like, it rhymes with Jewel. It's B, like B is in the letter. I'm sorry. Holly, letter B. Oh, oh look at that vest. That is so cool. Um, so I feel you on that. Obsession. Oh yeah, I've yeah. been there, done that though. So. <laughs> you done a quilted jacket? I've been I haven't with finished it. it, but I'm not a quilt, but a quilted jacket. Because um, I it, that aesthetic wasn't where I was at, but I admire the people who've been doing it, and I think yours will probably be wonderful. Um, it rem- it reminds me too much of the log cabin jacket that my grandma made my mom. <laughs> it just. I couldn't do it. I think Can't color I think color choices and placement of fabrics could make the difference yeah. for me. Yeah. So and also anyway. like textures, like the fabric itself, I think, oh, can yeah. make a big difference. Um I so I'm trying to watch a Christmas movie every day. Yep. Um so I went on Netflix the other day and I was just scrolling through what they had to offer me. And I found something called Dash and Lily. <gasps> I love it. So I, It's so good. I pulled it up and I turned it on and I was like, this is adorable. I'll watch this. And then half an hour later, it was over. And I was like, well, that was a weird movie. And then I realized it's actually a series. It's not a movie, um, which I didn't <laughs> recognize. So it's eight episodes. And it's, so good. it's very. Oh, sorry. I just hit my microphone. Um, it's very cute. Day, so. It was um, 
the perfect thing. I was wrapping presents today oh, to put it on so and watch. Cute. Dash and Lily it's are very so, sweet. It's very sweet. I um, want to watch it again. It's I'm going to watch it with my husband because it's 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 like my new favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's like especially if you're kind of grinchy. I say it's, it seems too uplifting as I look. No, 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 no. Is very snarky and anti-Christmas, so you might relate. <laughs> oh, that's um, the one for me. It's very cute. It's a uh, not too much, you know, brain power to, like, you don't have to pay that much close of attention. But I watched like four episodes today, and I was sad that I had to stop and come here because I was Aww. like, I only have two episodes left. I want to keep watching. The character development is so good that you you think they're not cookie cutter. I don't feel. I feel like they. No, you feel. You start off thinking, cute. oh yeah, this is cliche, but no. As it's they develop much... the characters, you get things change. Yeah, the main girl falls very much into the she's not like the other girls trope which is like been there done that and you're yeah no she's quirky but it's very cute so aren't we all quirky i yes. mean that's the truth of womanhood yes right like <laughs> that's why they're all portrayed that I way mean, in, this, in this instance it's like she's the only one who's different and everybody else is the same <laughs> but it's cute and it's worth watching so i recommend i second that that is and if you've already seen it, go see it again because, you know, go watch it again. Go to your house and sit in your living yeah, at your couch yep. and watch it. Yeah, yeah, it started and I was like, this That's is a mean. fun movie and I wonder where, what's going to happen. And it wasn't moving so slow that I questioned that it was over in half an hour. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I thought this was a movie because I didn't pay attention. No, it's not. It's not a movie. Also, if you're a fan, fan of scavenger hunts. Sure. That's also a um, clue. Yeah. Well, um, we will see you in a month for our next episode. I hope you all have a happy and safe holiday season. Um, check out our book club podcast if you want to join us. We are going to be, in two weeks from when this comes out, um, we'll be discussing Anne's Choice of Book, which is The Night Circus by Erin Morgan. So good. I got another book from that author. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. That's a future thing in my pot. Tell me, if you read it, tell me so I can pick it up. Well, well I'm only on the first page and I'm going to stop. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because so, I want it to be future, but I don't want to do two back to back of the same author. Okay. Also, so. like, I depend. I I need. I listen to it, I'm done. Uh huh. But I'm going to read it because I have a physical copy because there's some nuances I think I missed on the, just listening. I will admit, I have not started it. <laughs> you <laughs> should start soon. So I will. Remember, yes. it's a 13 hour yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It I was know. hard to put down, though. Okay. It was. Um, you might like it better than I who chose it. <laughs> I don't dislike it. I did enjoy it. It was very good. Well, you can look for that um, if you want to read and listen along with us. Um, also, in December, like Anne mentioned, we're doing Stitch Miss, which is a series of posts on our Instagram and our blog on our website. So if you go to our Instagram, there's an easy link to go to our website and find all the information. But um, and if you miss some days, which by now you will, you can always go back and read them on the blog. Yeah. There'll be tips and tricks for projects, and Anne has a whole pattern coming out, and whatever mm-hmm. we feel like. I'm gonna have a recipe on the sixth, so go a back recipe. and yeah, yeah. Um, I think that is it. So we hope you guys are having a great um December, and we have will a see great you holiday in January. Wouldn't it be yeah. nice to have a new year? Oh, we're so ready. Okay. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.